0: Little Heroes Comics is a UK-based charity that creates and distributes comic-making kits to children through hospitals and healthcare organisations across the UK, keeping them far from boredom and closer to creativity. Head to littleheroescomics.co.uk to find out how to donate and to help out this incredible charity today. One of the ways you can help them out and get some amazing all-age comics at the same time is by heading over to fairsparkbooks.co.uk. Nothing is more exciting than creating stories for kids and Spark books bring you a whole host of them in different and exciting formats that are all aimed at encouraging imagination. You can find such titles as How to Make Comics with Springworth, Gallant and Amos, Snuffy and Zoe, Megatomic Battle Rabbit, Leaf and so much more. Spark books are partnered with Little Heroes Comics so a portion of the profits go towards their goal each year. Go to fairsparkbooks.co.uk and littleheroescomics.co.uk today to find out more. Little Heroes Comics. Bring a huge smile to comics creativity today. Welcome to That Comic Smell Podcast.
1: with your hosts Giuseppe Labattina,
2: Mike Sadakat and Tom Stewart
1: And that stuff, but thanks anyway. Yeah, I'm glad you two are here to talk because um, I've got a few ideas, but I've not brought all along because I don't really have much in the web. But I've got. I'll
2: well, bet so you've right. got
1: loads in there. As soon as yeah. we start talking, you'll be like, I remember them. Yeah. I remember a lot that. of them are very. Um, a lot of them will be no doubt touched by you guys. You know, um, yeah, but the classics. Yes, the but, uh, when he says touched, he I means in a good le- way. The ones that I came to let. What's his face? The tiger.
2: Oh, Calvin and yeah, Hobbes. He yeah. Fucking
1: hell. I mean, is that? Yeah, that that would have been a strip, wouldn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's, uh, that, was mm-hmm. a, that was a strip. I think strips were um, they're probably one of the first things that I remember looking at in a newspaper of interest, and also maybe making a connection between them. The 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 fact that they were drawn on comics and going in my little going. There's a, some kind of commonality here without being able to say it. Yeah, yeah, Or yeah. even... And most of them
2: had animated got, the cartoons government. on telly, so you'd watch them at the yeah. same time, probably. But a lot
1: of them were like... It was like the fucking Enigma machine. I didn't know what the fuck they were on the about in them three panels, because obviously it was a lot of adult humour or stuff you had to understand. Mm-hmm. Or Also, I'd, I'd sometimes struggle, I'd be like, how could this? how can there be a story in
3: three? Yeah
1: sometimes it followed on like what's going on yeah but i didn't know that i had no idea about that Uh, yeah well that i've got to say that's one of my fucking favorites that i came to very late yeah um but it's just
0: fucking fabulous it is it's great Uh, it's still it's still number one i mean if you if you look up um Comic strips in in general online. If you look up comic strips, it tends to be Calvin and Hobbes is the number one thing that comes up. Yeah,
1: you know what? My boy's learnt to read. He's learning to read, and uh, I'm wondering whether he's still a bit young to get it, or if there's enough in it for him to get it. Definitely, he get it. Yeah, mm-hmm.
0: mm-hmm. he get it on the on definitely the base level of of even just the pictures alone. I mean, a lot of the reading I was doing comic book wise at that age. Was definitely just even looking at the visuals, and they're done in such a way that even if you were just following the visuals without the yeah, Look at of this page that, I
1: just did look, they've got in the commercial this caller greatly increases one's sex appeal. I, I, I don't want to read that, I but I suppose there's little bits of that. But yeah, Calvin OBS, I might introduce him to it and see what he thinks, but mm-hmm. uh, yeah, Calvin and Ob's, it's brilliant in yeah. it because a lot of it is adult. A lot of it, I think, kids would struggle to understand exactly Mm. what's going on here, or what he wants to convey. I've got to
2: admit, I I, I got these books when I was late 20 or early 30s, so I never read Calvin and Hobbes as a kid. No, me neither. I did. Yeah. Mm. When were you
1: introduced to it? How old were you?
0: I must have read it in a newspaper. I remember it being in a newspaper, because I remember...
1: Was it in lots of papers, or just no, one No, it purpose? must have
0: just been one. But I don't think it was something that my dad read. I want to say it was something that my granddad read, and that's how I saw it, because that would, be, that would mainly be where I would pick it up as well. I wouldn't really pick up my dad's newspapers and try and read them, to be honest. Some newspapers, I don't... It's like they repurpose them. Mm. They take them from other things. Like the Courier, for the longest time, Dundee Courier, had Garfield...
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Oh. which yeah because it's just I suppose you could just buy the rights for a run can't you and, yeah, and put yeah. it out And so that's what I, I don't know why they don't do that more often
0: yeah well, of
2: and it's a little bit different in America where a lot of these are originating from yeah lots of newspapers have them in terms
1: of the rights and stuff
2: Right? yeah they, they, different states different papers they all they all show them on a local level or on a national level and one thing that the Sun tried to do a while back was to have uh, a series of American-style comics. A pull-out on a Saturday uh, issue. And uh, my my mum used to get that particular newspaper, which I can't stand. She uh, used to get it, and I pulled out all the uh, comics that they had. And whenever I've been away in the States, I've noticed they've had exactly the same thing. So, like, every weekend, they'll have, like... uh, Sometimes eight page, sometimes sixteen page, sometimes more. Just like well, some of them had thirty two pages of just comics,
1: just like these ones. That's what I was gonna say to you. I remember as a kid there was a paper here.
0: Mm-hmm. Had a
1: In the UK that had like a an entire little um, yeah. bit inside it that was for kids, which were different strips. Mm. Do you remember? Yes. It wasn't, was it wasn't it. no, it wasn't, uh, the one I'm on about wasn't a uh, superhero once, it wasn't, was other um, kinds of strips. Was it was
0: mainly Sundays, because I, I'm sure the Times did something like that. Mm, maybe it was, it was but I doubt,
1: I doubt we were getting the Times. The <laughs> <Yeah>, Times was <laughs> huge.
0: Um,
1: no, but I mean, I doubt my folks were... Telegraph? Maybe they were picking it up, no, actually, they we were probably picking it up, I was probably picking them up from um, the health centre where my mum worked, because right. they had... Places like that used to have a shitload of magazines mm. and comics and newspapers on, on the desks where, where were you on at the tables place? in Bradford.
3: Right,
1: and I think I recalled uh, snaffling a few uh, two thousand uh, ADs mm-hmm. <laughs> that were on the tables from there as well. The Express. It might have been something like that, but really? a, so, and I think it was done on it. It was quite quite nice because I think some were done on like yellow paper mm. or pink paper. <coughs> don't know if that rings any bells. we all thing. like 10 years well financial we times came out in the pink yeah. yeah do you remember that all not that particular run
0: there is a that the, there is that decade of difference but at the same point I think I, I just snuck in that stuff was still kind of the same like they'd still kept that consistency, and now it's only now in the past like ten, twenty years that they've changed it. So I still remember stuff from right. that kind of thing. You know what I mean? Right. This is why I'm naming all these papers because these are ones that I know have had have had. I mean, even
1: seconds. I, I'm convinced. Even it was that widespread strips in in you know in the paper.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Even the shitty local newspaper had had a three-panel mm-hmm. strip of some mm-hmm. kind at mm-hmm. the back. Or even two. But and even they had an insert. Some sometimes. But the papers only it only had a fucking distribution of maybe. Yeah. It was a free paper that got put through you. you know, most of it were advertising.
0: They would have bought a license for something. Right. Like they would have. But remember
1: they used to have even that even in their shitty paper, the shitty local paper. <laughs> they had that. The daily shit. <laughs> Every week. Where's the sex appeal
2: bit you spotted? No, it's just some page
0: I had mm. to open. But no, Calvin and Hobbs. yeah oh, are. Yeah. <laughs> I think even on a visual basis alone, because even <laughs> with his,
1: that bully is—he's a fucking funny-looking twat, isn't he? Yeah, hey. I found
2: it, it. No wonder it helps. He does a massive uh, mouth ripper.
3: Oh. Helps.
0: But it's still like even simple bits like that where he's just looking at them and that's it. With his with Calvin's subtle like facial changes yeah. turns you kind of get a feel for what's going on even without the captions you know what I mean you know yeah. he's shouting at them you know he's giving him some sort of witty retort he's so
1: good at drawing isn't he, in yeah. in that little bit that yeah. it's fucking it's just
0: i mean there is literally basically, basically no change here really he turns to the side once mm. and he opens his mouth there but because Calvin's mouth changes
1: it's, because there's a tangible mouth Yeah, it?
0: it's like he's it's like he's just being like you know it's like he's antagonizing them along and then yeah look at him you know it's it's good you know i love galvan and hawks yeah i absolutely adore it
1: yeah you've gifted me some beauties as well
0: it's just so well done and it's one of them i find with a lot of strips um they do so much with so little yeah like a lot of strips, because they needed to come out so regularly, especially your 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 paper ones. But a lot of comic strips that that, that come out kind of regularly, they tend to just be sort of quick line. Like the characters are all sort of quickly done. But my god, like try and replicate it, and phew, you don't got a chance. You know what yeah. I mean? But even just Hobbs stripes. I mean, they're that that thick that they almost poke out of. Out, like outside yeah. of his, his skin you know what I mean but it makes him look it's funny. amazing
1: how we look. how we makes him look so sort of different when he's when he's the toy yeah mm-hmm. yeah yeah do not they? he's so uh, different
0: i trying to think of where there's a bit where he is a toy he's like
1: yeah he looks just like a fucking toy <laughs> there look there we are yeah there we go yeah yeah mm-hmm.
3: yep yep
0: but there's so it's so simple like you look at it it's so simple and yet there's no way I could replicate that
2: I'm glad he's never explained whether Calvin uh, whether Hobbes is a toy or a magic tiger well
0: he doesn't really give any interviews anymore mm-hmm. does he?
1: no I mean, has he ever given any? I've never listened to him.
2: very few very very few
1: I think he's been offered many times to is that the one thing do. he's done? is that his one and I think so yeah I'll tell you what it. though that's like what a contribution that is mm-hmm. talk about legacy and leaving stuff well he probably won't be listening but Cheers, Bill, for Calvin and Hobbes. Yeah. And Mm. that's the only thing that you remembered for. What a legacy.
0: But they're the benchmarks. Yeah. I mean, I think Peanuts, Garfield, Dilbert, Calvin and Hobbes.
1: Dilbert, Red, Garfield, not... Anymore. Dilbert's on a character late as well. Hmm? Hagar the Horrible. Hagar. Hagar. No, I don't
0: know. Yeah, Hagar the Horrible. Uh, well, yeah,
1: Dilbert's them. another one I came to as an adult, hmm. and having worked in an office environment years ago. Fucking hell, he's, he's spot on. Yeah, at least spot on about what it was like in the '80s and '90s to be in an office because it's probably different now. New hmm. Zealand, here you go. Oh yeah, I remember him.
3: Yeah.
1: Um, oh yeah. Was he in the paper? Yeah, he yeah, was. Was. yeah. He was in a lot of them. Hagar, who who drew him? You know I'm getting interviewed. Um, I never heard much about him.
2: Hagar the Horrible, really.
1: Not compared to the, uh, the There was a
2: limited cartoon series. But one-offs. And it's kind of like the same sort of genre as uh, Andy
1: Cap. They're really for adults. Andy Cap, that's what yeah. I remember seeing in the paper and not <laughs> really understanding. Mm.
0: Strip created by cartoonist Dick Brown.
2: There was a good... Um, a good documentary, which I've got on VHS, called Garfield's 10th Anniversary, and there's a there's a scene there when you see all the artists, a lot of the artists, like the, the brothers that did Superman and the, the guy that did Hagar, and among others, they're all going to a big charity benefit with um, Jim Davis as well, so they interviewed some of these guys, they had, they had a few of them, and the guy who did Mother Goose and all that, they had them all sitting there chatting away, just like, and among each other and answering questions. And there was uh, the guy uh, uh, Dick Brown you see they were talking about uh, comparisons about how cartoonists like to draw things similar to themselves and
1: he's like yeah he, does he look like heck does he look uh, like him
2: from what I remember he wasn't actually a spitting image but he, he kind of joked about the idea of uh, Hagar sort of looking a
1: bit like himself it does say... he looks like a big Highland clansman <laughs> to me. Or oh, some kind of Norse. Meant to be a Viking. Yeah. So is it is it is it not really like Asterix I can't remember. No, small
2: panels, small panels, maybe maybe three.
1: No, on so average. there's no scrapping going on.
2: Oh, there'll be scrapping every right. so often. Hey, Egar will often go to his wife's house with an arrow sticking in his backside or on yeah. his head.
1: Was it but, good then?
0: Or some fighting between him and his wife
2: yeah Yeah. his wife was usually the victor
0: so what else has
1: uh, Dick done has he done uh, I don't think
2: he'd really need to do that much because Hagar was a big success for Mm. him
0: I don't know off the top of my head actually because I saw Hagar the horrible today there he is oh yeah he's not too far off yeah
1: who did handicap then? Who was um, that?
2: I can't remember. Were oh, all these a...
1: people were they all different people? All these strips, they were all yes. in d- yeah. different people. They, they started off separately in
2: some of that? the I companies. Can't remember from the time as well. So, so, yes. Some of the they would go away off in the same companies because there'd be a handful of companies that they would that would hire them on, right. And through agency, would sell them off
1: to uh, various Smite. newspapers. I think it was cartoon strips that got me into wanting to do ca- uh, comics, yeah. Yeah. not yeah. cartoon strips. Comic strips. Comic strips, because it was like, hang on, there's something going on there. There's three panels. Yep. Mm-hmm. I can do three panels, or that was like the beginning of trying to formulate a, a story and doing pages with the uh, panels and stuff.
0: Yeah, I think a lot of people see that as sort of a an an, an, an in. <laughs> yeah. The handicap was Reg Smythe.
1: Right.
2: Uh, was he British? Yeah. I thought so. There's a personal thing with with these comics, because usually it's one artist does everything, and they'll do yeah. that for years and years, decades sometimes, and no one else is going to take over them. So that's maybe one reason why a lot of them don't sell out and like have masses of merchandise, because they want to be they care for their things and yeah. want to be really careful with it. Yeah. There's exceptions. There's one particular exception who we'll probably talk about fairly soon, who we've already mentioned a few times. But yeah. although I am a big fan oh, of him, the cat. yeah. If anyone was around Dundee or anywhere during the eighties, anyone near a John Menzies, they will know what I'm talking about. One of my favourite comic characters mm. is Garfield. This was one of the first. The first Garfield book I ever got. Whenever we look, you'll see the style of Garfield there. And this one's a much earlier one, so you'll see the differences between them. Mm. He started out a month after I was born. Why do you hate Mondays? (laughs) But um, Jim Davis was approached by the same sort of (coughs) companies. And uh, he allowed his character to be sold as merchandise. And there's so much merchandise you could fill up... uh, Several museums of them. I mean, I've got a few stuff from Garfield as well, and I was quite happy with that, because, uh, you know, as a kid, you want
1: lots. I don't know if I get that I like that. That's good. Hey, bug, you're ugly. You're creepy. You're history. <laughs> <laughs> Jim, Jim
2: Davis is a lot like myself in that we start out mostly with the eyeballs. And you'll see the eyeballs are really big. Yeah. So when I'm drawing something, I, I often start with them. There's one really good one where well, several really good ones, but one of them, one of the ones I like, is when Garfield's walking up to a mirror and he looks at it and he sees Snoopy's reflection and he turns around and he says
1: something like, "It's going to be one of those days." Uh, does it? Oh, yeah. See, I'm I'm right at that with the mirror. Is there quite a lot of uh, stories where There's he's looking in
2: the mirror. Reoccurring objects. Uh, yeah. yeah. He's got his cuddly toy, Pookie, oh, yeah. the bear. There's Odie. Is uh, Dog. Oh,
1: there are no hugs like Bear. <laughs> yeah. Garfield being cute with another toy, I'd never thought that that's what there's. It, there's it. a little
2: cat called Nermal who's renowned for being cute and makes Garfield feel <laughs> ugly. See, one of the things Jim Davis says is that the re- one of the reasons for Garfield's popularity is because he's got traits that are similar to everyone and he amplifies those weaknesses they have. Uh, so people relate to him a bit. <laughs>
0: you have the manners of a pig garfield <laughs> slow down and out the seeds do, 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 do. have you seen the i don't know if it's the, i don't know if it's the strips or the cartoon i can't remember but have you ever seen the um it's like the garfield with the captions pulled out Mm. It's no. like it's like or is, is it is it the captions? It's either the captions or Garfields pulled out of it. Oh no, it's it's Garfield with Garfields pulled out. Yeah. So I think it's called like Garfield retracted or something like that. I think <laughs> I've heard of that. And it's just uh what's his what's his what's the guy called again? Uh Jim Davis. No, the character. Oh John Arbuckle. John. It's just John speaking to himself. And a lot of the captions that he's coming away with. He looks like a manic depressive alone in his house, just like oh speaking to nobody sort of thing. <laughs> I'm sure it's i I'm sure it's called Garfield Retracted or something like that. I'll try and find it.
2: So what's the what's what are the differences? Uh, the design of Garfield. Look at his legs in particular. Oh, he's got like fat legs here yeah.
1: and thin legs
2: here. Yeah, he's more cat like in the early ones. The very first Garfields, he had tiny wee eyes, and he basically just said, feed me all the time. But then he evolved into the one that we're quite familiar with.
0: Garf- Garfield minus Garfield. There's <laughs> <laughs> just no Garfield. There's obviously meant to be yeah. some sort of retort or something. I'm bored. Maybe I'll buy a monkey. <laughs>
1: <laughs> How
0: come you can't taste your tongue?
1: <laughs> How come what well, you can't taste your, your tongue? tongue yeah. <laughs>
2: it's just him like nothing else you know what I mean that's so good Uh, he got a lot more popular with the uh, the specials or animated specials throughout the 80s and uh, he was voiced by a guy called Lorenzo Music who was uh, I think he's sort of close to being a classical actor but he had a really sort of uh, chilled out voice he did an adult animation before he was in uh, Garfield he played like uh, a waiter in a hotel so he was the ideal ideal person, and his voice became synonymous with the uh, with the character. So whenever I look at with the car- Carfield, yeah, I think of Lorenzo Music's voice. So he he passed away a couple of decades ago, but but the voice uh, carries on. If if you're thinking about his voice, the same voice he used for Peter Wakeman's character in the the Real Ghostbusters cartoon, mm. uh, Tubby Gummy from Gummy Bears. <laughs> um, uh, lots of other ones uh, ironically Bill Murray became the voice of uh, Garfield in the films yeah, he was When actually uh, quite close to them as yeah well. very yeah. very close
0: it's just a pity that the films were shocking <laughs> it's funny he even says that the Garfield films are shit like in himself the, who? Uh, Bill Murray yeah
2: right. it's like that sh- Michael um, uh, what, that what's Michael the creator
1: K. said about him
2: Oh, well, he's. Um, I don't know what he said he's about. Quite him, happy but on his island. Somewhere. It's a bit. It's a bit He'll like the uh, uh, the Michael Caine Jaws four scenario when he was asked, "Have you ever seen the film?" And he said, "No, but I've seen the house that the film paid for." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But there's there are a lot of reoccurring characters in this which keeps it going, and uh, it's amazing he's managed to keep this going for like forty one years. Uh, there there have been a few changes, John. Is, uh, or I, I don't know if it's still going, but John was uh, got married, I think, to the uh, the vet who absolutely hated Garfield.
1: <laughs> he's, so he's, they've grown him up and stuff.
2: Yeah, yeah, so John's no longer the uh, bumbling bachelor. Um, oh, was he a bachelor? Yeah, yeah. Oh, right, I thought he was and just a, a kid. And a terrible one at that. I I no, was he was an adult kid. man.
1: Right, okay, so they've he's not gone. grown him up that much, they've just got him nah, married. Yeah, yeah. But it's Garfield, not like he's gone from being a child. Adolescent, no, man, no, he
2: does. He does go back to his home occasionally. He, he was raised in a farm, and he's got like uh, uh, a little brother, um, who's equally sort of darky, I suppose. Uh, if you put him in civilization, he would stand out quite a bit. Right. But yeah, John Menzies, if, if if you remember, it was a brilliant shot. It was my favourite shot. And they had, like, a rows upon rows of Garfield cuddly toys, mm. which are really funny. I I got two of them. One is a normal Garfield, and another is a vampire bat. <laughs> but there was one that was really popular. He's like a clown. You squeezed him, and his bow tie rotated.
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh, peanuts, yeah. Yeah, I do love peanuts.
0: Another one, like I say, it's all done. It looks dead simple, but my God, try drawing Charlie mm. Brown and get it right. Nah. Nah.
1: You'd never mind. Them me. heads are kinda of unique, <laughs> aren't
0: they? They are. It's just so simple, but oh my God, I always say that about this stuff. But it always gets it always gets mm. me. It's that
1: group It's that kind of that's one of the th- amazing things about artists that develop a character, how they're able to develop all the bodies into the same kind of you know that it's a character from mm. yeah. Snoopy the way that the body's done. Do you know what I mean? If you took the head away, would be like, oh, that's one of them characters. Because they're like, it, it's, it's one of them fantastic things.
0: The, the peanut stuff though, I would say, um the reason it always comes after Calvin and Hobbes for me is because, this is, ones, no, but, yeah, <laughs> this is one of the ones, no, yet. Too much blood comes, and violence. If you do take, The captions out of these ones, they don't tend to make much sense. Right. Like, poets tell us that the answers to life can be found in the stars, and then two panels of nothing, and then stupid poets. But if you take that out, it just looks like she's looking at the stars and then walking in. Yeah. And she doesn't really have that much of a grimaced face on that she looks like she's angry
1: really but that's her general demeanor though isn't it
0: yeah which is why when she's looking all quizzical and then walking away like that it doesn't make much sense whereas if you do it with any of the ones in Calvin and Hobbes you can kind of get an idea roughly what's going on but if you do it with the captions it's great alright troops let's count off I'll be number one even them little
1: troopers of his (laughs) Snoopy and Oliver are they little birds Woodstock
2: is I think the other ones are as well I think that's the same as Woodstock Hmm. Snoopy was
1: cool. Yeah.
0: Yeah, Joe cool to be precise.
1: <laughs> He's the only one who's really with it. isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. All the rest. The of others are all a, little a little bit, bit fucked in their own little way. It's work. a bunch of yeah.
0: OCD, depressed little kids.
1: Like the
2: Family Guy Settle, version, isn't it? Like.
1: Think about it.
0: It's all mental disabilities. It's Mm. basically a a comic strip that's about loads of kids with different mental disabilities.
2: Yeah, and the Family Guy version's a bit on the uh, (laughs) hard, hard hard-hitting side. So they've all got, like,
0: identity crisis, there's one that literally can't get clean... Yeah, uh, he's just, always a
2: smog cloud. because yeah, he's just you know, he's just
0: perpetually dirty all the time.
2: One he's, obsessed
0: with his piano. Yeah.
2: Yeah, so sort of like creative genius, yeah. effectively. Lu- Lucy reminded me of one of the lassies I was at school with. I tell her that once and she was furious. <laughs> <laughs> just, uh, <laughs> there you go. Emphasising my point. <laughs> yeah, That's exactly it. She,
0: she has anger issues, Charlie Brown's a manic
2: depressive. His little sister is obsessed with uh, Lucy's little brother. Uh,
0: he has, he literally has a lot of. Who's um, cuddling so- a blanket? Sort of identity crisis, you know. Who? Charlie Brown. Um, he doesn't know what, where he is meant to be in this world
3: mm. and all that kind
1: Yeah, of. I th- yeah. I mean, one of the. Actually, first- Charlie Brown. I mean, one of the. To be fair, Charlie Brown. Now that I think of it, he- he's. He- I don't think he's got that much of a problem. I think he's actually together with Snoopy. He's one of the more together ones. Yeah, he's more of a philosopher. But she mm. forever. He's more that. of a thinker without necessarily having a problem. He's he's more of an observer, whereas one one of them is one mates. Yeah, like da, 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 on piano. Other one's stinky. Mm-hmm. Other <laughs> one's uh, uh, angry. Mm. there's when, the other ones whereas he's just kind of like he's just so- soaking it all in
0: but he's always he's always going on about like what does it all mean oh everything's, yeah, everything's worth philosopher. Yeah. Ah. and peppermint
2: um, patty the uh manipulator yeah there's and little- her her minion as well who seems yes sir extremely loyal to her I mean the first
3: always
0: ever
2: always ends up getting hurt the first ever strip there
0: goes charlie brown good old charlie brown reliable charlie brown I hate that guy I hate that guy
1: I think that's how one of the cartoons starts.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I got I got old of them uh, for the kids last year, but are seventies ones. Yeah, I'm not going to show them anymore because yeah, they are. It's they've got issues, have not they? The yeah, kids?
2: it's exactly. I like, want them
1: to have fun. Like I've got old of a thingy for them to watch a uh, Road Runner. the Through their they're fun. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, the so uh, other ones you've
2: got. Yeah, um, well, we mentioned Charlie Brown. Uh, Gary Larson here did. Uh, This is the last one he released. He did. Oh, is it Farside? Yeah. Oh, Farside, yeah. Same as uh, Bill Watterson. He only kept it going for about 10, 15 years. Yeah, I remember you saying. And he also. Farside? Yeah. He also got lots of offers to come up with statues and t shirts and all that. He had very, very, very limited amount. But he still became rich from the books, so he never he never put like cuddly toys or anything like that. Even though people kept on demanding
0: Did
1: Dilbert do anything like that.
0: Yeah. Oh my god! Like there was endless amounts of Dilbert um, oh, memorabilia the... oh, yeah, and right. shit like that. Oh, for the longest time, uh, it was like a thing for everybody to wear Dilbert ties to work. Because man, obviously it replicated, man, so it. Right. Oh. but oh, there was loads of them. You oh, could get, sh- get Hawaiian style shirts oh that had, God, d- had that's d- that's dogbert all over. It. So, so one of guy, my favourites. That guy is a fucking shill, The guy that makes them, he just who's he that? Yeah, out. it's ridiculous.
2: Whereas this guy is completely the opposite. Gary Larson's uh, refused so many offers. There were two animated specials. And everything he's done sold out really quickly. Didn't, I've got, didn't I've got some of his stuff get used on cards? Greeting cards? Or is that yeah. people
1: replicating no, his the style?
2: The people there's called the, When he retired, all of a sudden, his ecological niche was vacant. His language, Gary Larson would use. Um, and there were a lot of Gary Larson clones just emerged out of nowhere. So they, they replicated style, but there were a handful of things that he did but very, very limited. And for a while, you could find some of them, but you would, you would struggle. So he never really had anything mass-produced. Most of it was his books, and he made a lot of money from uh, 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 selling stuff in newspapers. But when we're talking about Charlie, Charlie Brown and the size of the heads, Gary Larson did a cartoon. So he got more complaints than any other cartoonist during his run. And some of the complaints he got are absolutely brilliant. One of them was like William Tell's uh, not-so-lucky kid who's like tied to a tree and he's got an apple on his head and he's saying, come on, Dad, take a shot, take a shot. The only thing is, though, his body's like this and his head is like that. And he got lots of people complaining about medical health conditions, which he'd never heard of. Oh, and he, And he replied, well, I wonder what these people think of Charlie Brown and chums. Yeah. Well, okay. lots of people got, got a standard on Gary Larson. I mean, his, his sense of humour matches mine. He says <laughs> he's, that he's got... The, a f- guy, the guy draws funny cartoons for a living. Yeah. That's yeah. it. But but the funny thing is that he got complaints. He doesn't even,
1: even really go political, does he? No, not, not really. Not, not really. It's more just kind of funny stuff, is it? It's not like... Yeah. I do understand people attacking him if he was... If he if he was always putting out a certain political message, but he doesn't even do that, does he? He just he's just funny. He does stuff aimed at adults,
2: but stuff aimed at children that's full of violence never gets complaints. But that's the
0: thing. That's the problem. That's the problem with the strip work. Mm-hmm. strip work is so that's a nice little book people mm. see uh, people see strip work as so accessible it's, it's so much more available it's in your newspapers and yeah. he was in the newspapers at Far Side and everything as well so more eyes will see it he was whereas in scientific you, journals as yeah, well whereas if you aim stuff directly at children and only put it in children's mm. material children will see it most adults will not so there'll be a lack of
1: um, adult uh, scrutiny mm-hmm. yeah and that's
0: also why there ends up being so many complaints as well because mm. the adult and the people who can complain see it more yeah, there's, there's exactly. more people who see it, if if I, across it yeah. I really like his they, and they think that this guy is the only thing that's doing like that, it. Yeah. Yeah. Um I, I
2: really like his story as to how he made it
0: which is dangerous very much so on the same point I mean that's how um, that was how we
2: got the shootings and.
0: Paris, wasn't it because of the because of the strips?
1: Yeah.
2: Oh, uh, the uh, the Danish um, the Danish cartoonist yeah. got the, uh, yeah.
0: went down and Ostensi- um, doing the ostensibly ostensibly that's
1: yeah. what it was. Mm. But the, this you, is but, nothing but, but like that. I'm saying, no. but, the, the, oh, the,
0: no. but these things, strip, comic strips in general, are so widely available that people think that this stands for then all comics. Yeah. As well, and they see it as like oh and. Comics, that's
1: disgraceful. I mean, I'm, I'm... well, for people that don't read anything that is drawn in any way, for them, everything that I think, everything that's drawn like that just falls into one category. Mm-hmm. Whereas if you read stuff like comics and strips and stuff, you know that there's all kinds of different worlds contained therein, yep. Yep. Uh, styles fashion, stuff you know, stuff—the stuff I don't like—contained mm. therein. It's not just one homogenous blob, mm. which often people who don't read anything to do with that probably think, and they probably also associate it with being childish. Yeah.
2: But on a, on a happier note, children. on a happier note, Gary Larson was our age. He was uh, working in a music shop in Seattle. He wasn't happy with his job. Drew a few cartoons, sent it in the local newspaper. They loved it. Picked up, it was called Nature's Way, uh, but then eventually he had to change things. It became the Far Side. They sold it to more newspapers, and good within
1: fifteen years, he became a millionaire. Good, good on him, just sending it to paper and going, "Hey, I do you yeah. like? Do you want to take a bite of that?" Brilliant. Yeah. One other thing that I wanted to say as a child that I remembered, which caught my attention, but which I understood even less than obviously the comic strips was. When you'd get a one-page uh, political, <laughs> a one-panel political yeah, yeah, yeah. thing, they always really interested me, even though I had no idea what i were on about. I always thought they were an interesting style, because it was often that guy who did the, pi- yeah. the Pink Floyd. Yeah, you, you're going to see some of scrim, that in a scrim, few minutes. Scrimpton, scrim? Is it script Something along mm. them lines. I was like, look at that style. Fan. Yeah. Oh, he's the guy who also did. The, credit, the the drawings for Yes, Prime Minister, I think. Oh, at the very end. end yeah, scene. that's him, I think. That's mm. his artwork. You'll
2: see some of it in the, in the last book, right. I believe. Um,
1: and that's always a style that caught my interest interested yeah. me,
2: This is one I discovered when I went to New York back in 2003. And I discovered it in the newspaper in one of these pull-out comics uh, with all the like loads and loads of strips, which is in my parents' attic at the moment. Mm. So uh, some of these I had to order, but also you used to be able to get it in Borders Bookshop. So this is uh, uh, Get Fuzzy by Darby Conley. Oh, is that Get Fuzzy? He loves, yeah, he loves, he, he seems to love the UK. So a lot of his stuff is references to Britain, including a uh, uh, Manchester Manchester City supporting cat on, uh, on there, oh, which yeah. is a, an unusual one. He, he speaks with a bizarre
1: accent. Is this relatively recent then?
3: Uh,
2: 21st century. 2009?
0: <laughs> mm. For Dylan, here, eat this book and stop kicking me.
2: <laughs> and it's uh, it's like a different version of Garfield. What if Garfield was a skinny Siamese cat who hated everyone and was at war with everyone? Nice detail.
1: Yeah, there's mm. already a lot more detail in
0: this, isn't
2: there. Uh, nice. What's his name? Uh,
1: Darby Conley. Darby Conley. Yeah. Well, all the animals look good. <laughs>
2: There's a ferret he's, in, he's at war with. But if it wasn't for Bucky, everyone would get on well with each other. Bucky the cat sometimes uh, over-exaggerates his own strength. Mm-hmm. There's one of the scenes where he gets into the zoo because his aim is to eat a, a monkey. Yeah. And he gets into a cage with a chimpanzee and suddenly realises the size difference between them.
1: No, really, but I really, I really like the look of the artwork. Yeah. The animals are brilliant. They're cute. I like how they've all kind of been given like tubby tubby, tubby little they're yeah. all kind of in that position. Yeah. They've all got a little tubby space hoppers for guts. It's not oh, like the sex parts is. you see in comics.
0: <laughs> I was also said to be mad, but it's really cold outside and there's sheer convenience of okay, happy new year, please go.
2: <laughs> I've got some actual comics. But these are again they're they're done in strips. This is uh, Liberty Meadows by Frank Chow. See that one's based in in uh in a vet vet practice, so a lot of the animals there are injured for long term they've been long term in there so you get to know their characters so there's Dean the womanising pig there's uh, there's Brandy, the very attractive vet is that brandy yeah. I like how he draws himself as a chimpanzee. Yeah.
1: That's how I would draw myself as well.
0: If somebody else draws himself in...
1: Uh... Chimps are known for, like, knocking one off all the time, though, aren't they? You might be thinking of bonobos, but, yeah,
2: the pygmy chimp. Yeah. Uh, the one in here, this is the only Dick Tracy comic I have. So when you look through it, it looks like it's a regular comic. But his origins are in the newspapers.
1: Is it meant to be funny, Dick Tracy? I' have not there's it, some really.
2: elements like some of the characters no. that guy there's he, they've drawn him in a humorous way he's like some yeah. hillbilly,
1: but it's not meant to be a no.
2: right. uh, the, they did an animated cartoon back in the fifties where dick tracy was was in the background. It was a Dick Tracy cartoon show, but Dick Tracy was only at the very start calling in for help, and then at the very end when the uh, person has been apprehended. And there were two characters doing all the work. One was uh, an English bulldog and the other was a terribly racist, stereotypical person from the Far East. So the Dick Tracy never got known the way he should have been known.
1: This one's different at the back.
2: Yeah. Oh, I think it's another, another uh, franchise at the
1: back. Did you ever see the film?
2: Yeah, with Warren Beatty. Yeah, What's it like? it's some good, good ideas in it, but it just didn't match up to Batman, which was at the, released at a
1: similar time.
0: I think he wanted to
2: do a a
1: sequel And that's saying a lot, because that was shit as well.
2: Well, at the time, we were happy to sneak into the cinema to watch Batman. And this guy started out in comics. Popeye,
3: yeah. That's
2: the only Popeye I have.
0: Do you know what? He never came up.
2: And the whole time I was just looking up just
0: general comic strips. Because as much as I love strips, it, it never comes to my head when I think about comic strips and uh, he never came up and yet oh
1: look at the knees I'd forgotten the knees mm. the tiny little I used to love that I used to love the way that his
2: arms were drawn and stuff Popeye was based on a real person an American sailor who used to talk under his breath thinking no one hey, could hear him mean, way, uh, who, who was uh, who was renowned <laughs> for fighting as well
1: hey, well uh, sailors were in general weren't hey, they um, yeah, we, uh, yeah this
2: guy more than uh, more what, than average what, I think what does what this guy
1: gonna, go to if you mm, give me finished. a burger today... Oh, yeah. Wimpy! Yeah, what's
2: he say? If You give... you know the Wimpy franchise was named after him?
1: The, the, the burger the, chain from Britain? There had to be some fucking connection, didn't
2: yeah. there? Yeah, well, it was actually named after him. And funny thing is that there's is is a... give
1: me a burger today... There's a fast
2: food... You, uh, there's a fast food branch called Popeyes. Um, next one I've got is another Aussie and Millie one. It's a oh, comic yeah. strip, but it started out as a comic on... The computer. Like a digital comic. Yeah, I remember seeing that. That's one of the later ones. Just like um, uh, Calvin and Hobbes, this only went on for just over 10 years. And the author is uh, uh, DC... uh, DC Simpson. Dara Claire Simpson has gone on to Phoebe and the Magic Unicorn, I think. Oh, really? Yeah. And it has been doing that story since then. But I prefer... I, I like this one. I've not had a chance to see um, the, the, the unicorn one. The
0: unicorn one's more kids.
2: Yeah. This okay. is uh, this was actually reviewed in... Uh, uh, one of the most recent books was reviewed in a, a comic... Well, comic children's book YouTube channel. Oh, right. And they said they were confused as to who it was for. But I think this is for, for anyone, but mostly, like, older... All ages. Teenagers upwards will get it more than... Uh, kids. You can see it's come off the net because it's mm-hmm. all pixelated as it's been
1: print. Yeah.
0: Which is a bit of a shame because to just changed the,
1: the ratio. Yeah, some of them a bit freaky for you? Or not, all the cartoony enough? They
2: look like foxes, so it's fine. It's not mm. so bad. Mm. Funny thing is Ozzy was meant to be a wolf and then one of Dara's friends said he looks more like an arctic fox, so after that he became a fox. Yeah. A wee bit. The uh, his adopted father is a Welsh dragon. Uh, well, a, a red dragon. Not, not a Welsh one. Yeah,
0: they're, they're actually wearing like proper clothes and stuff. It's yeah. a wee bit freaky to be fair. It's, I don't we'll know. It's not so bad if you. they look like the actual animals, but one of them's actually standing in your hands. Yeah, the you, don't,
1: you don't like stuff like... Um the detective do you the badger No, oh,
0: god no no that's ah, a shame that's them, one right. of my favourites yeah,
1: Brilliant. that paddy, that alligator Heck. I bet you don't like him do you oh, that red alligator just oh that was you? a tyrannosaurus a tyrannosaurus yeah it's he's like, a
0: tyrannosaurus it's like that God Hates Astronauts as well and ah, loads of them were all yeah. like muscle bound and everything and I was sitting going I gave you that
1: <laughs> quite early on didn't I and yeah I couldn't uh, get into it yeah you, uh, you didn't like that at all
3: just
2: couldn't get into it no Oh, I brought this try. along for you guys to have a wee look at it. It's a cartoon workshop, and it's giving hints how and tips to, to people who... How to uh, create
1: humour? you Are trying to hint that? You're not smiling when you're saying f- that. One. <laughs> humour <laughs> on our
2: end. One of, one of my favourite ones from uh, the far side is, you see this woman, she's a janitor, in uh, a laboratory. Yeah. There's a banana tied on a string, and you can tell it's been moving up and down. She's trying to jump and catch it. And the notice on the door says Institute of Primate Studies. <laughs> and the final one I've brought this is a very large one. Private Eye, a cartoon history.
1: Oh, look Private at eye. that. Yeah, I forgot about that. Oof, this is... Even... Even the... the 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 The, the, ju- the jacket's embossed. You've done yeah. that before. Look at that, nice. Uh, have I? Yeah, because oh, I remember oof, it. look at that.
2: Lovely. One of my favourite ones is Yobs, It's by Tony Husband. He was beaten up by a gang of thugs when he was younger and his way of getting them back was to develop a comic strip with nothing but a bunch of skinhead jobs and how they behave. And the amazing thing is is that almost everything in there happens in real life but it's done in a really
1: funny way. Yeah, I recall... Yeah, there used to be a lot more of this kind of shit going (laughs) on. One, the way, it was just one picture and a a caption. But there's a lot of reoccurring
2: characters there. Like uh, Snipcock and Tweed, the book ones... And Celebs, who's got Gary Bloke, who's a musician based on several looks. That looks a
1: bit like Mr. Ben. Do you say Gary um, Bloke?
2: Yeah. <laughs> Gary Bloke. He's in there. Some of the stories have been going on for decades, some of these ones. Oh yeah, I can imagine. Well, I'd have a wee look at your uh, Big Big Peanuts book.
0: I'm, yeah, glad, I'm glad
2: you finished it with
0: book because it literally sounded like you
1: were saying my big
0: big peanuts.
1: Your big big Garfield <laughs> style peanuts.
0: <laughs> you also took a slight pause, so it was like your big big peanuts no, book. Okay. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I wasn't yeah. sure if this was
2: a treasure possession <laughs> that
1: I would not be allowed to. No, that is relax. a lovely book though. Lovely size. Is it all color as well? No, no. some of it's black and white. But it's it's a beautiful, yep. beautiful book. Uh... I need to get rid of some of my shit on the shelves they're actually starting to bore.
0: I'm
2: sure mine not soon as well.
1: I do not it on purpose. Ah! Just
2: that, got... That's one of the characters who appeared quite frequently but then sort of vanished, got less and less uh, frequent. The one with the black hair and the ponytail, although the first... Is that not Lucy the with her head as well. No, that's not Lucy. The, there was another one who, who had the ponytail... And also, the very first peppermint Patty designs were also similar with black with uh, 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 black ponytail, uh, right. black hair, black ponytail. I think they redesigned her for the cartoons. And um, uh, yeah, sorry. So um, I was going to just mention
0: a couple. Mm-hmm. Go on.
2: Cyanide,
0: cyanide and happiness. You ever seen these ones?
1: I think I. When have. were they from? The look,
0: no. kind of. They're online, but they, they did make them into books. So they've right. been going for about 15 years or something like that. Actually, maybe even more, because they've been going since I was in school, so definitely a good. About 17, 18 years. Something right. Like. It looks uh,
1: like a stripped down version of uh, Charlie and Lola. Yeah, kind of.
0: Yeah. yeah. Um, but I just find some of the humour fucking hilarious. And it's just dead simple. They make them into reanimated ones Cyanide now, and I. Uh, cyanide and Happiness. <laughs> But yeah, some of the humor's in them is hilarious. It's pretty. Some of them are pretty extreme, like they're just ridiculous. Right. But just things like that. I want to be just like a dinosaur when I grow up. But son, all the dinosaurs are dead. I know. Oh,
1: oh, fucking hell!
0: <laughs> I find shit like that funny.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I won't want my kid reading that. No, oh
0: God, it's not for kids. Yeah. No, none of them are for kids. So some, some of them are.
1: One that sprung to mind. Comics, uh, um, short comic strip which I really like, come to know of, is a penguin. Yes, brilliant little thing. Mm
0: -hmm. Penguin,
2: yeah, that's why I didn't bring my penguin comics. I knew there'd be at least one here.
0: I can't believe that everybody was kung fu fighting. (laughs) Since I have lost my winter fat, I can finally treat myself to a spring roll. Uh, I doubt that tequila is the answer, but it's worth a shot. (laughs) This is so good. It is. Everyone has a talent they don't know about until they find tequila. (laughs) Yeah, in his tennis attire. Love means nothing to me. (laughs) He really plays with them as well. I mean, look at that one. Split. Yeah. It's just him pushing the borders and squashing the other hand in. Amazing. This is madness. There isn't enough... Room to talk like this. That must be the one where he he ripped it in half. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. I've had enough of you. I think we need time apart. And he ripped it.
1: <laughs> yeah, I like. Uh, he he does a lot of really creative. Uh, oh, that Beatles thing's funny. He's
0: just got such
1: good ones. Yeah, he's got some really good ideas.
0: I love it. Mm. Once again, another total simple thing. You know what I mean? How he comes up with all of them, isn't I, mean, I know he says he collects them all up and then sort of puts them out or whatever. Yeah, lack of floration. But still, well, even just to come up with them at that time, you know. Yeah. It's unbelievable. Um I think Cyanide and Happiness could actually be like one of my favourite strips. Right. Yeah. It's just hilarious. It's so dark in some of them, but it's hilarious. They do animated versions of them and stuff like that as well. There's also one that's been mentioned before, Captain Fishbeard. <laughs> Uh, just one and done. I fucking love Captain Fishbeard. Very much.
1: School of Fish. <laughs> yeah,
0: very much in the same kind of vein as uh, Penguin. In a way, it's just fucking one and done. And you move on. If you didn't like that one, go on to the next one. Like you know what I mean. Um, but yeah, really good. So bit that's
1: bit. not a continuous. It's just a. It's just one. Every and page is a, a different. Yeah, I think you do it
0: across two pages on here just to make right. it space it out a wee bit. But still, you know. Uh, Hey, Mrs. Mermaid, fish guy. Who's that? Hello. Well, that's my friend Herman the Merman. There's my mercat and my merfish. And what is that? It's my Mercedes. Hello. <laughs> it really fun. He's got another volume of this coming out as well. Um, Tom this is a no- Spark. Tom Spark. Yeah, this is a, another uh, another online one. Right. I fucking love comic strips. I absolutely love comic strips. I was sitting thinking about it. I think most of my favourite comics are comic strips. And they're the ones I read the most as well. I read a lot of them because they can be put up online so easily, like uh, Calvin and Hobbes. Because they can just be shoved up as like a Twitter picture or whatever, or people can put them up like that, and it's just it's so easily condensed. That one thing yeah. is there. You know what I mean? It's there for you to see. Joan Cornella or Con- Cornelia, Cornelia? Cornella? 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 Uh, Cornella.
1: If there's an accent at the end, it tends to go up.
0: Right. This is, a uh,
1: Why is his chin like bollocks?
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's just one of the wee
1: characters that yeah. he draws in it. It's balls and, it's a cock and balls. Yeah.
0: You, <laughs> the cover kind of gives it away straight away. Free hugs with no arms and the guy with no arms. This is pretty, <laughs> pretty brutal. Right. Um this is put out by Fantagraphics as well but this is only one of the collection of, another one that I found online a lot of them I find online and they see it but
2: they're all wordless oh dear <laughs> oh, reminds me of Tottenham Court Road Station a few years back
0: <laughs> they're all wordless but they're dark, I don't as, understand why they're dark as fuck don't. They, they don't necessarily need to make sense none of them uh, <laughs> oh god <laughs> They're just fucking brutal. <laughs> Some of them are awful, but... It's just ridiculous. But I do really like the style of them, and I do like the brutal nature of them as well. I think that one's fucking brilliant. do Joan, Joan, Joan Canella. I really enjoy his stuff. It's sick, but it's funny. That one's called Sonzo. That collection. <coughs> I don't think there's an actual name... I don't think there's an actual name for his uh, for those strips though I think they are just the work of Joan Cornella, I don't think he really does anything else but they're pretty fucked uh, there's also some comics by Stephen Collins the guy who did uh, the gigantic beard that was evil hmm. but he does these little strips I think he does them for the Guardian like uh, Tom Gold does some for the Guardian as well. that should be in here
3: yeah,
1: I that looks quite nice.
0: Yeah, they're really nicely done. But some of them are just, they're just lovely. The lovely like kind of wee satire pieces. Um, they could probably be classed as, uh, as, uh, I know. They probably could be classed as like political. But it's like this one. It's a collection of different people. No, it's it's all Stephen Collins. Wow. It's all Stephen Collins. It doesn't. But it's like that. The two people chilling out on a hill. He's like, you know, Brad. Sometimes I like to come up here and just watch the planes. I like to wonder where they're going. New York, Paris, Cairo, maybe even... Was that Batar? And I like to think of the people people on them and how their lives (laughs) may be changed by this journey and how maybe, just maybe, one day it'll be me flying away from this dreary little town with its dreary little dreams, you know? Blip blip. It's going to Luton apps spoiling things since 2008 <laughs>
1: that's good yeah I've been to Luton airport that is a fucking disappointment yeah mind you I was there in the 80s fucking
0: hell but on. just some of them are fucking brilliant some of them are really mega detailed and some of them are just quite simple uh, but yeah they're fucking great and I like the format of the book as well yeah you know, lovely Mackie's Tony Millionaire not other the other ice one, cream no no, sorry, mate. Um, another one that's in. Tony like a
1: Millionaire. <laughs> yeah. Mustafa <gasps> Million. Do you remember that from Buster or Wizard and Chips? Wow. Um, Mustafa um, Million. Rich Arab. I don't know.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um,
3: probably but, Libyan, also, something.
0: Yeah, probably. David's a big fan of these. These are very much sort of underground, sort of looking things. They're just a oh, bit yeah. weird and out there and funny and, you know, they're just. Really weird humour. Nice. Really nice drawings. Yeah, beautiful. And they've always got that little strip. Full. They've very al- full. And they've always got like a main strip at the top and then like a little strip going along the bottom. So you kinda get, you're kind of get, you getting a lot on it. It's really good. But I enjoy... All, they all come in that kind of format. Like hardback bound, quite long.
1: Isn't that the cat in the hat? Oh, it looks... Oh, no. No. No, no. That has just reminded me, probably one of my very early influences, which probably influenced me but I didn't realise why I liked Gru so much was that I probably saw uh, he Aragones' uh, Mad Marginals that he used to do because I used to come across mad magazines yeah, yeah, yeah. sometimes yeah. so I would have seen his Mad Marginals in there you know the s- drawings that he did yeah. on the side of yep. stuff.
0: I do love the Tony millionaire stuff.
1: Nice
0: yeah. You'd think it wouldn't be easy nice to read. Yeah, you'd think it wouldn't be easy to read like that. It goes
1: actually, in the same yeah. part of the shelf that that would... There's like, a problem with nice books. They're actually a lot flat. Yeah, right. It annoys me. The format of... Funny, <laughs> for, funny, funny format books. They're lovely to have. They're like genuine little unique thing creations, aren't they? Yeah. But fucking pain in the ass to... Uh, let's see another Store.
0: thing I, another thing I like about that Joe Cornella the way it's mad yeah it's yeah, nice isn't it right back there but it's back yeah. on, the, on the edge nice it's lovely it's good colours
1: yeah very striking really nice colours
0: yeah <coughs> one that I pointed out earlier was Off the Leash by Rupert Fawcett they are in the paper somewhere but I can't remember where it's just lots of dog things lots of dog strips and oh my god is, they're spot on for having a dog like that Go for it, Stanley. One of them walking up, doing a fart at the side of the the chair and walking away. And they're going to each other and he's like, oh, Jesus. Our two do it to us all the time. Really? They'll come come in the room, they'll sit down, and then they'll just walk straight back out again. And I'm sure they're going, hey, hey, hey." (laughs) all the time. Actually, just as I came up the stairs to grab that, my, my one of my dogs jumped down off of the bed have right, a look at it <laughs> um, but yeah they're all just very sort of accurate to that my gorgeous darling I love you so much my beautiful ador- adorable bundle of joy you make me so happy I love you I love you she used to talk to me like that oh. <laughs> it's true yeah it was. <laughs> they're good they're nice wee bits very accurate so whoever it is must have had loads of dollars oh, over yeah. the years there's no
1: way you can write I couldn't write anything like this even if I had even if I knew how to write but I mean, not, I mean you having. got to know haven't you
0: mm-hmm. and uh, last one that I've got on physical but I've, I've jotted a couple of down is uh, Bacon with Kafka with Tom Gold it's just a collection of his comics so kind of like some comics by, by Stephen Collins it just it just goes under a name he does do st- he does do strips for the Guardian Um I saw him do a talk but it's it's very it's very highbrow. but uh, I just take them at face value as what they are I don't go on the, the literal uh, references or anything I right. just find them funny for what they are you know I think David had said he'd seen somewhere that somebody described them as uh, things like comic strips for English majors or something like that mm-hmm. Which, okay, it makes sense, but I enjoy them. I like them for what they are. The thing that gets me with it as well, and why it fits so well with the Guardian lot as well, is that even because he's, even though he's simplistic, there is actually a heck of a lot of detail within the simplicity. Right. So it's not even good enough to make it just nice and simple and do the thing now. you've got to put like loads of detail yeah. in the grass. and those. Some of the other ones that I wanted to mention just off the top of my head that I've spoken about before. Uh, Sarah Greely's. Our super adventure and our super ad- American adventure. The, the oh, yeah, that yeah With the big... Yeah, 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 yeah. The guys. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Penderman, uh, obviously. Kids are weird. Jeffrey right. Oh, yeah. I thought it was just was a that statement. A, was that a... Strip. A strip in something? Or? I don't think it was put out in anything, but I think right. he did them himself maybe on his website Oh or something good. Kind of um, Either way, they were put together in yeah. strips anyway, so... Uh, Shuggy and Dougie was something I actually grew up with. Oh yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. They were Shuggy in the sun for a long time. Uh-huh. Yeah, they're really good. Are they dogs? What no, they, they no. were humans. Like like uh, Hagar. One ah. one of the, one family was like Scottish Highlanders, and then there'd be a wall, like a garden wall. And you see the English guy. He
1: wall. Yeah. yeah. Is that what it was? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, the Shaggy. It's a bit like the Jocks and the Jordies yeah. in the yeah. the Shaggy Shuggy and, and Dougie were the kilts
3: and.
2: The English guy had like a caveman suit and a a (laughs) bowler hat.
0: Yeah, it was a caveman tunic and a a bowler hat, like a first thing. (laughs) Uh, It was something in Clive. Can I remember? Somebody in Clive. One of them was
2: called Trevor, I believe. Trevor and
0: Clive, that was it, yeah. Trevor and Clive. What, the the English ones? Trevor Trevor and Clive. Clive. And their their, uh, wives were always Mm. sort of the the middle middle ground mitigators, all of
1: them. Oh, did the wives get on? They always got on, yeah. Oh, right. Mm. They all got
0: on. They all spoke to each other, but it was like Trevor and Clive were always forever giving it. Oh, they're so brutish, aren't they? Oh, they right, never yeah. going. Right, ch- oh, yeah. yeah, They're like, right, get these rocks off my <laughs> off my garden, and they'd chuck <laughs> them over the wall, and it would hit Cl- Trevor or Clive in the head and stuff like
2: that. Um, they did release that as a a book. I think one. there may be a couple of them. I've
0: got one of them. Uh,
2: Dilbert, obviously.
0: Oh, Dilbert. Nancy was an American strip. Uh, really plays with the sort of medium and stuff um, does a lot of like confusing stuff within the strip
2: it's really nice right.
0: I, I think it's been read a lot of it's been redone or they're redoing a
2: lot of the strips mm. and stuff now but, do you uh, have the, the Perishers on that list no Don't
0: the Perishers
2: what's that it was like um, the name rings a bell it, they, they had a cartoon on that as well oh okay it was a British one like a short three minute cartoon at the end of programmes that didn't quite reach the uh, time
1: slot the time right. uh, ah,
0: hmm. there's, uh, Peribible Fellowship as well that was online uh, PB, PBF. it's just like all weird strips they're funny as fuck though. So right. they're just they're just random strips but they're fucking right. hilarious one that I saw today was like it's, it just shows Bruce Banner and he's starting to hulk out and get absolutely crazy and he just turns into the Hulk and then it cuts to the last panel and he's enjoying a, a sandwich and there's just a, a jar of pickles on the side mm-hmm. that have been opened <laughs> Uh, but there were some, <laughs> there were some fucked up ones as well. There were some that were great. There was one that I always remember as a unicorn one. It's like the, it's a bunch of unicorn, uh, female unicorns standing around going, um, "Alas, if we don't find a male to mate with, uh, our race will never continue on." And then the next panel is like a big shining beacon and this majestic horse with a horn. And then it cuts to the last panel. It's just a donkey with a carrot strapped to his head going, Hello <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Um
1: Was he trying to nod the unicorn?
0: Yeah, right? yeah. Um and uh, I think the last one that I had to mention was Olivia that was here, Olivia Hicks. That came Oh yeah. Yeah, she's got a strip called the uh, Sarah Ra Ra uh, that is like a play on um like old Archie strips and stuff, but it's ah. but it's like an alien has come to the school and everybody in the school wants to be her best friend or go out with her or whatever. Ah. You know. She doesn't make any noise and she just like looks like a hairy hamster. And only one of the girls in the whole school is like, "Why the fuck is everybody thinking this thing is like beautiful?" And then she gets really annoyed and she just sets out on a plot like, "I want to kill this fucking thing." <laughs> it's really cool, but it right. does. It looks like the way. Olivia draws it and everything. It looks great. It looks like an old sort of archie stripper with uh, it just over the top and stuff. It's really cool. Um it's it's coming along something fierce though, it's, it's doing really well. It started off quite tame and um just like really funny punchlines and stuff, but now she's got to the point where one of them Unleashed. Well one of them looks like he's been impregnated by the the alien and stuff like that. It's looking it's looking to be pretty funny. Looking to be like even even better. Just going from stress to thread. What was that? Oh the the ships yeah. on the on the thing, yeah it's
2: how they see each other and yet it's pretty much the same. Yeah. <laughs> the other, the
0: That's fucking funny, isn't it? Yeah. The other one
2: I took a
1: photo right, of was the hill one. one. Mate, right. Okay, but it's okay? yeah. Oh, yeah, totally. yeah
0: yeah 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 totally yeah for a
1: bit
2: of
0: a
3: little see
2: you later remember yeah. 20, 20, 20.
0: send us any comments or questions or just to say hello. You can reach us by email at thatcomicsmell at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Twitter and Instagram at thatcomicsmell Share the podcast with your friends and followers. We are on SoundCloud Spotify, iTunes, YouTube and most other places you find podcasts and don't forget to rate review and subscribe Thanks for listening our music is by Chart Smasher and this track is Dial Up. You can find Chart Smasher on Twitter, at Joan Edam, And you can buy the tracks on Bandcamp.